coming up on this episode of Fickle Morals. I think uh, Yeti Yarkinson, great quarterback, but he lacks lacks distance when he throws the spiraling out to the end zone, while the the circumference of the circle that relies on the two-point convert, like just just talk a bunch of weird shit, and you can tell by the line of scrimmage when the weenus passes through the... uh, (laughs) When the weenus passes through the opening and... You'll see the linebacker come through the clitoris. <laughs> just, just throwing some fucking buzzwords in there. Follow on the gram at Sync Beasting. S Y N C B E E S T I N G. this but on a bigger level where we actually have like a building and a a setup studio not recording on a table with a bunch of wires and a bunch of microphones just a legitimate setup man but also being able to do what we love but making a living off of that well i'll say this man uh do you remember what you wanted to be when you were a kid that was not radio that was not media anything like that like do you remember the first memory, like, I wanted to be a fireman or some shit like that? I wanted to be a NFL quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, shit. Are you still a 49er fan? Um, I've <laughs> transitioned. Um, or what are you now? Like, so <laughs> I grew up a 49er fan until um, I was about, like, five or six. Then I realized what it took to piss my dad off, and I became a Raider fan. So oh, really? even worse than yeah, then you can hang with with my family. Yeah, even even worse than a Niner <laughs> fan in terms of records as of late. But um, yeah, transition to become a Raider fan, and I still maintain that to this day. Wow. But it was mostly done out of spite because my dad bled uh, gold. red and gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and now you bleed silver black yeah wow man yeah. that's so crazy like you know what you know this is funny man like I know we were starting slow because we were talking about some. Some, some good shit right now or you know some relaxing shit I guess we can say but um, that's so funny man like like I know we, we've been acquaintances but then when we started working and we got to know each other better and it's kind of cool because like at first I'm like I'm gonna say some weird shit in front of this guy and he's probably gonna be like oh shit this is what I'm working with and I guess it's gonna work out after all so it's like alright cool works for me I think we're gonna be all okay I'm just I'm just a little worried when any new clients that you get or anything like that they're just gonna be like do I have to sound like this him? Do I have to sound like Buzz? Do I have to talk about my sexual stories? Like, no, you, 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 here at the Logan Agency, there. if you guys are a, a creator, and most importantly, especially with, with any topics or anything that you guys want to come up with, you, you've already seen that we're, we're creating amazing content here, especially me, because I'll just talk about literally anything or something that you guys maybe never wanted to 
that you guys have thought of but never want to say out loud. You know, that's that's where I come in. Then you got Ashley who's doing a great job of, of budgeting and, and giving you guys a lot of budgeting tips, which I'm really looking forward to. And, and you know, we're looking for new people. You guys are always welcome. You know, if you got a dream and you want to build it, you know, come come talk to us. Because um, I can definitely tell you, um, I, I definitely looking forward to, to not just being in, in the media world, but I'm looking forward to creating like skits and videos and all that. I, I did have a acting background, but it was mostly like high school stuff and and you know school plays and all this shit um but what made this uh well i'll tell you this i think my first thing i think my first job that i wanted was to be spider-man it was fun got the tights i think i was skinny back then but now if i wear the tights it's probably gonna scare a lot of people out there whether you're straight gay lesbian it don't matter i'm gonna scare you all with, with the fucking tights with this body right here so you wanted to be legit spider-man not just a guy <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard dressed as Spider-Man or in big Las old, Vegas. With a big old belly hanging out. <laughs> that, that, that body odor that, that could be, uh, yeah, that could be like considered a biochemical weapon. It was just, yeah, like I, I could have been those guys right there. But I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't get that. You know, it, it could be, a, life could be a lot worse, people. You guys got to remember yourself. If you ever listen to this podcast, you're like, uh, well, I'll tell you this. If you listen to this podcast because you're having a good time, thank you so much. Please spread the love. And especially like if you think, man, like I like listening to podcasts because uh you know life isn't going so well or anything like that you know what you gotta enjoy yourself you gotta remember yourself things could be worse everything could be worse there's times where i get angry and i just want to you know stab a motherfucker but you know what (laughs) we gotta remember to take a deep breath and tell ourselves remind ourselves that even with all the chaos and everything that things could get better and you know you guys always gotta remember your goals so like i already know what what is aj's you know you know, dream career, not job because jobs are temporary, but careers, man. That's that's the that's the dream right there, baby. Like for me, I think I want I want to do media, I want to do videos, and you know, I I mean the Spider Man gig is cool, but I mean so far no one's got superpowers yet, you know, unless you're Kim Kardashian who has the ability to have no talent and make a lot of money. It's a hell of a skill. <laughs> hell of a skill, man. It's, that's a superpower to me. <laughs> and then um, and then uh, yeah, no, it's crazy because like AJ and I, we were acquaintances, and now like. It's cool, man. Like we're working together now, and and uh, I'll tell you this, man. I grew up with with the Raider family too. So even though I never really caught up with football, like there is something about sports that if you take me to a live game, a real game, I'm into it, man. I'm yelling and I'm like defense, defense. Like I'll I'll get into it, dude. <laughs> but when it comes to just watching it on TV, I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, if if it's if it's a team that I'm familiar with because I grew up with a, a Raider fan and I grew up with a Laker family. Uh, unfortunately, no baseball for me. Did you have a baseball team? Yeah, baseball is my my favorite sport. It's your main squeeze out of all the sports. Yeah, say. yeah, man. Who's your, who's your team, or do you have like you? Jump? Um, yeah. As far as that goes, man, um, since I've been here, I've been to a couple Padre games. That's mostly due to the atmosphere that's around Petco Park. You've got gas lamp right there. Dude, that um, It's just a good time going to a Padre game. Um, Before you get into it, I'm going to say, if you're not a baseball fan, it is the San Diego Padres. Okay, so San Diego, um, home of... San Diego Comic Con, one of the biggest comic conventions, and definitely a great area. So I just want to point that out because some of you are just like Padre. What, the fuck? what team is that? <laughs> it's oh. not fencing. It's not Batman. It's baseball. Good old American baseball. <laughs> All right. So the official see. team of the city named after a whale's vagina. There you go. Perfect. There you go. See, I can tell you watch good movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so Padres, Petco Park, great environment. Oh, yeah. Like, how, how do you describe it, man? Like, besides the Gasland Party District, you know, or I guess, like... I mean, the atmosphere is great because with the Padres, I mean, they are a team that, for all intents and purposes, don't necessarily compete on a year-to-year basis. So by the time August or September roll around, the Padres are pretty much out of it. So games, you can go on the cheap. You can have a great time. Um, so how much for like a decent seat? I mean, I went... When you went, yeah. I went end of September, um, myself and two of my kids. We went to a game, and the tickets at face value normally would run about 65 bucks. We ended up um, having to pick up one ticket for my son because I got the other two tickets through my former employer. Um, but yeah, we ended up getting about like 15 bucks off and we were right on the, the third base line, man. Great seats. Wait, 60 bucks gets you that low? Yeah. yeah Bullshit, man. really? What the fuck? I'm missing out. You know how much it is just to go to a Laker game? Fucking like, ridiculous, especially now with LeBron there. Um, they said opening night seats um, at minimum were... Somewhere in the five to six hundred dollar range See, for and, fucking and nosebleeds. That's just opening night. That's not playoffs or anything like that. And like, dude, like, first of all, uh, well, I grew up with a Laker family, and uh, I probably have a better time identifying basketball players and football players because I don't know. There's something about football players. You put a helmet on. I don't know what the fuck you look like. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. And I know you guys do like the whole final or Final Fantasy. What the fuck? Great game series. I never played. It. I know it's a great game series, but. Fantasy football, football got uh, fucking go. crazy. Dude, that'd be crazy. Kyle <laughs> Strife is your quarterback and shit. <laughs> oh, man. But no, like, like I know you guys, I, I know you're, you're into that, right? Okay, see, so you know your players. And for me, it's yeah. like, I don't know the football players. I do know of the players of the of the Raiders because I grew up with the Raider family, which is great because we can talk about that. If you're not a fan of the Oakland Raiders, I'm very sorry. But just know that there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. It isn't just... Football takes, but I'll get there. I'll tell you. <laughs> so it's it's good to know, like you know, I don't know, I, I don't know why you put a helmet on. I don't know what the fuck you look like, but basketball, no no helmets. Yeah, I know what the fuck you. I don't know what LeBron James looks like. So um, receding hairline. And but, <laughs> hey, he's gonna be a movie star, man. Space Jam Two is gonna be legit, son. Legit. Fucking opening fuck. night. There you go. Opening night, man. This gonna be there. Are gonna be expensive. <laughs> um, so the Los Angeles Lakers, if you guys are not familiar with this sports team, obviously you guys who know who the Lakers are. But if you guys don't know, Staples Center is the place that they go play at, obviously in Los Angeles, California. But the thing about Staples Center is um, before the Lakers played there, they actually played at the uh, Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. I do miss those days when they played there because... Um, the stadium, obviously it's not as big as Staples Center, but it was definitely easier to view the games and it wasn't ridiculously pricey until they became, or I wouldn't say became, they were still the Lakers. Until they moved to the Staples Center, that's when we noticed, like, um, luckily ch- tickets were still uh, affordable. Obviously now they're ridiculously priced, but back then, seeing a Laker basketball game um, at, like, what do you call it? Pigeon seats where it's like really fucking high. And the problem is it was so far away. You had to have binoculars with you just to enjoy a decent basketball game. And it was ridiculous because it's like, my goodness, even for those ticket prices. So if you're telling me that opening night was that much, I can only imagine when you're sitting on the fucking nosebleed seats, how much that was 
just to see these guys like these miniatures like far away and like you just see LeBron James do a dunk but it looked like you know like a zoomed out fucking 2k <laughs> game that you're fucking playing like that's that's amazing like in terms of ticket prices I never understood that you know like the nosebleeds you're gonna spend that much and think that like you're not only spending the money for the ticket you're also spending the money for parking concessions everything that comes with the game day experience it's no matter what sport you go to parking in and around a stadium is probably some of the most stressful shit in the world because and it's los angeles which is already a stressful traffic area as it is too exactly so fuck me driving to like los angeles dude. that's why i take the fucking metro oh my. <laughs> you have all these different things to consider and then you're dropping, say you have a fucking family of five, for example. You're going to drop a few hundred dollars um, just for bare necessities. You know, drink, food, snack, maybe over the course of the game. You buy a couple beers, a couple brewskis. You're going to be set back um, anywhere from about 25 to $50, depending on the beers that you purchase. Whether they're imported or domestic beers. Fucking don't even get me started on buying fucking imported beer at a fucking ball game. Dude, fucking, it's good money right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're missing out on the beer money. Just imagine we made a beer. We call it the, the high life beer. Oh, actually, no, do they already have a high life beer? Yeah. Okay, no, then we can't life. do that. Fuck. Okay. The low life. There you go. We'll do the low life beer. You can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can't sue us for that shit, but imagine just making a beer. You know, it starts off local, but to get your beer at a stadium, man, oof, easy yep. money. Dude, fucking, when I went to that Padre game, I got fucking two Bud Light oranges, and they were $12 a piece. And we're talking, like, 20-ounce cans. Why can't... I don't For know, Bud Light. How come more people don't move to San Diego? I mean, I, you know it's expensive, but is it because you get cool shit like that in a good <laughs> deal? Like, is it worth it? Like, fuck, man. Bud Light orange, dude. San Diego, dude. man. Dude, and beloved orange? Like, fuck, man. That's crazy. I'm gonna say, you want to know something? A uh, secret? Yeah. Never, uh, never been to a baseball game. Really? But I have gone to the Dodger Stadium, but it was for a concert, and it was ACDC, so I'm like, all right, that's cool. Nice. But that's the thing. I still have not seen a baseball game. I've seen football, basketball, uh, I've seen monster trucks, and, uh, <laughs> but no baseball. No fucking baseball, so I got to I gotta go. I think, because um, I know the biggest fans out here in the Coachella Valley, and, and, and especially California, it's always been like the Angels and the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah, those Doyers. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, like baseball players, I mean, I'm pretty sure if I got into it, I'll know what their fucking faces look like unless they, they take off their hats. I'm like, dude, I can't recognize you without your fucking hat, man. Like, who the fuck, who the fuck is you? I've never seen you in my, in my life before, but um, baseball, man. So it's good to know that uh, you grew up with, with, Raider, with Raiders and, and then... Um, when it, wait, wait, when it came to basketball, who was your team? Uh, grew up in Oregon, man. I've always been a Blazer fan that's never changed. Well, Portland Trail Blazer, yeah. Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. There you go. There Fucking you go. Fucking Blazers, man. So I grew up with the I grew up with the Laker family. I grew up with the, with the Raider family. And then the funny thing is, um, I think, like, a lot of people, so, well, let me ask you this. Are, you're familiar with cosplaying, right? Mm-hmm. The, the basically just uh just dressing up as a favorite character whether it be from like you know video game and, and anime and you know anything with with geek culture and all that stuff yeah right? uh, or it's short for costume play so 
Um, I would say that becoming or just being a Raider fan probably introduced me to cosplaying. Like, dude, Raider fans. <laughs> the black hole, man. Dude, yeah, there you go. They have the best fans ever. Like, they have the best supportive fans ever. Like, it's crazy. And uh, I love that my dad's, like, best friends with, like, Violator, who's who's been, like, on the Bud Light commercial. He's just one of the, the head honchos there, and he's got the spikes and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so amazing, like... The difference between them at a game and their outside lives, it's, it's fucking amazing. Like, that to me is some good-ass cosplay, man. Like, and I was thinking, because I remember uh, there's pictures of me. Maybe I'll try to upload it to the site uh, when when I got started. Because I was like, you know, I just want to make my dad proud. But at the same time, I was like, there was a time, like, man, football's fun. Like, football, like, you know, I was, I was enjoying it. And I remember dressing up, too. And I remember I had, like, these, these weird, like, big-ass uh, stuffed shoes. And then I had, like, this... This fucking like horned Viking skull and my axe, dude. I was I was pretty badass, you know. Except for the shoes, I look back and I'm like, fuck, I look like a mascot. But it worked. It worked. And it didn't matter because there was no hate. And you already know. So if you guys already know, like Goo versus Evil and fucking, that's a good rivalry. You know, you got like the the Decepticons versus the the Autobots and and I guess for like the Raiders, I know there's there's plenty of rivals, but the biggest rivalry with the Raiders has always been like the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, sure. I know that. Since we're already on the topic of football, I know that, and I guess maybe this episode is just talking about the stuff that I miss. Because obviously, when it comes to sports and all that, it's the biggest money makers in the world. But I'm so bummed. Like, I'm happy that the Raiders are going to to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's further. I won't. I mean, not technically, it's further away, but I mean, it's Vegas. There's plenty to do out there. Yeah. Um, I think it's well deserved. I mean, Raiders. I think needed needed a a, a great location change for the longest time. Like from what I hear, it's like Oakland. Um, you know the city loves them, but it's just that the city themselves is not, I guess, uh, is not like supporting the Raiders, getting them like the, the help that they need to get, yeah. you know, this full support. So it's like, hey, if the city doesn't want to support you, then fuck it, let's let's get out of here and let's let's go someplace where we'll we'll still get some love. So I mean, I mean, and it's Vegas too. You can't go yeah. wrong with fucking Vegas. There's so many opportunities out there. I think even my dad wants to buy a fucking place out there, dude. <laughs> and he never makes like big crazy decision uh purchases but he he's ready to go he's ready to fucking go so i'm like dude, if that's the case i'm gonna have to bring back cosplaying like raiders are the best cosplayers man I'm, I'm telling you right here if you guys if you ever hear anything from this take take away this that raiders fans you guys have a, a lot of love for all the shit that we that you guys have gone through and yet you guys still support the team you guys love the team and all of that it's like you guys are still like one of the best fucking cosplayers out there, man. I'm Dude, telling they go all you, out. I know. Like, I can't... I can't find, like, how much work it takes to show that much love for, for your team. And it's amazing. Um, I know this season isn't that great. <laughs> I know. Even my dad's just like, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> like, you know, but... <laughs> the great thing about Raider fans is they say that every fucking year, but yeah, they keep coming they back. They keep coming back. And I know there's a lot of people that, that, like, that hate them. Like, And I always wonder, like, oh, you know what? Let's talk about the, the stereotypes. So... Since we you know we were at work, they were talking about like stereotypes and all that stuff because it was you know part of our our monthly uh, uh, our meetings and all that stuff. So I'll tell you this: so this isn't just a football episode. This isn't just a Raider episode. This is just perspective. You know, Ficklemore, we like to question shit that you probably don't want to say. So let's do this. Why do you think? I mean, there's all these compare uh, conspiracy theories that like the Oakland Raiders will never win the Super Bowl because you got obviously it's a business. You got the NFL commissioner that's like. I don't know if it's true or not. I seem it seems like he's really pro cowboys or something like that. Okay, so it's not just me or my dad just tripping out. It's literally <laughs> something that's been okay. 
So why do you think there's such a negative stereotype towards the Raiders? Because I know in the 70s was a lot different, but then the 80s and 90s you had, like, I always thought, was it the, the gangster perspective or was it, like, the heavy stereotype Hispanics that were involved in it? That That's why they're like, oh, like, Raiders are dirty. Like, they're disgusting. I don't want to associate. Like, there's surprisingly a, a lot of hate towards the team, despite that, like, especially, like, last year Raiders did phenomenally like you know you you we were like you know definitely like a team that had potential to grow this year just fucking 180 and it's like we got the coat that used to be the the raider coach for you know chucky we got chucky that's how i know it's chucky we had him for the fucking longest time and you know we're like hey he's back he's gonna he's gonna bring a super bowl you know just like he did with tampa bay and i don't know what the fuck is happening man like paying him 10 million a year but the problem is i think so much money is being basically nest egged for Las Vegas. Um, that they're just making decisions based on the financial side of things. Like you let an all pro linebacker basically walk away for draft picks um, just because you don't want to pay basically a player that can change games single handedly on the defensive end. You let him walk away for peanuts, um, and I think a lot of the hate towards and the Mac franchise is doing like really yeah. good too right now. See what I mean? Like, dude, like I keep thinking, is there a curse? Is there like because it's it's one thing that there's a negative stereotype towards that team, and then you got these crazy financial decisions. I think was it the Oakland Raiders that had a record of like what was the name? Fucking Russell, right? Yeah, was that a record where we paid? So much buttload of money to this guy, and he just was a Sucked fucking ass. McDonald's ice cream machine. Yeah, he fucking failed. Like, <laughs> failed miserably, man. Just uh, that was before they changed the rules. Um, he's probably the reason that they changed a lot of the rules as far as how draft picks can get paid because this guy got a massive amount of his contract up front and basically screwed the pooch in his time in Oakland. Um, so so we should instead of being a prepaid, you should have been a postpaid. Yeah. Okay, see, I'm, and, I'm, I'm so glad I have AJ here because like I'm over here talking about sports and like I'm not saying that like, I don't know shit about sports. I know about sports. Right? I'm not like like oh uh, was that was that a safety because you got that little ends like shut the fuck up. I know. Okay, I'm just saying I don't apply myself to sports because I'm like I'm so like well you know what we shouldn't pay sports stars as much money either because you know we can give it towards teachers and all that but that's not me that's just up to marketing <laughs> that's just what America loves and that's fine like I, I won't question it but I'm just saying like that's why I never really got into sports because like the idea like I gotta keep up every Sunday and this and that and that and just I was just more into games and all that but I did but I, I'm glad like I'm aware of like the Raiders I'm aware of like football and then um, it's always nice to get these these memes and these jokes, but that's the thing is like I've always wondered like you know what, it's it's like, it, I guess it's been like a I hate using this word a lot, but it's it's the only one I can think of. It's like it's taboo. Like I I think like when I see my my passion or my dad's passion for this team, and I see like all the other people that's associated with this team, like the the the, the community behind it, so much love in it. But then it's like, why the hell does all these things keep happening? I know it's happened with the baseball team before. Um, what was the one team that for the longest time, I think for the past hundred years, they didn't win, and then the curse was broken? There was even a movie about that with fucking Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that shit was cute, but whatever. I mean, that's the thing is like... The like Red Sox. Like, yeah, see, and I feel like the Raiders, I mean, we did win the Super Bowls back in the 70s, of course. It was That's probably the last mm-hmm. Super Bowl we won, but it's like... 
even that within that short what 40 50 years period of time how the fuck did we get that negative stereotype like it's bad enough that weird label is like the team with the worst financial decisions but even before that what something happened along the way that that people were just like fuck these guys like they make it sound like this team is like the bad guys like they're like it's it's al davis so the owner uh the original owner his son runs it now because of course al davis passed a few years ago but al davis uh basically fought the nfl at every turn because the raiders were a team that started in the afl uh back in the day and then al davis fought the merger to basically bring the afl and the nfl together to form what is now known as just the nfl um he's always been somebody that has fought commissioners about various things um, he fought them to move the team originally from Oakland to LA in the 80s and then and they fought them again to bring him back to fucking Oakland. And went back. So it's, it would always seem like Al Davis did everything just out of spite to basically just say fuck you to uh, whomever was in charge. Um, so is that where the NFL? we have that badass attitude? Yeah, is it that's, just that's Papa, where Papa Davis. That's where the reputation team. came from, dude. Yeah, he basically um, created. Everything that has followed that franchise, and I, I feel like everything that's happened bad to that franchise is almost like the curse of Al Davis because he made a lot of questionable choices in his tenure, and it seems like those questionable choices have ultimately continued with his son in charge. I feel like the best decision that has been made by that franchise in at least the last 15, 20 years is the decision to leave Las Vegas because there's a lot of history, yes, in Oakland, but eventually you learn that a fan base may be there for you at all costs, but if a city doesn't follow you and the city is basically preventing you from becoming a profitable franchise and basically making it where you're still sharing a baseball stadium with you're the only team left that's still playing on a multi-sport surface. Wait, what do you mean? Like the Oakland A's are not Oakland A's? So, so like the Oakland A's, right? They play in the same park. So you see, I know the Oakland A's. Uh, the Oakland A's. Okay, wow, I don't know what the fuck I said. Gays, whoa! Whoa, I hit the red right there. They're a different franchise. Okay, too. so either way, yeah, I know some baseball. Okay? I know the Oakland A's. Right? So like the Oakland A's and the Raiders share the same stadium. I know. Every so time you guys, every time they're playing, I just see like the dugout. I'm like, yeah. Like the, the dirt is a disadvantage to get the fuck out of yeah. there. But then so it's like, oh, it's just dirt. It's like the one fucking park anymore that they still have dirt in the months of fucking August and September. Um, of course, when the A's season comes to a close... Then they fucking they sawed it over, but yeah, man, there's a weird cutout of the infield, um, which makes it, I don't know, a little more treacherous during those months and hard as hell to kick a field goal, man. So it just, it just. What's his name? Uh, Kalinowski. Oh, Janikowski. Yeah, man, that guy is dope. He was like the coolest kicker in the world, man. I was so proud. I was like, you know what? Say what you want, but we got a fucking kicker and he'll kick your ass. I don't I don't know of any other kicker that could down an 18-pack before fucking games and go out there. (laughs) That's fucking hardcore. (laughs) See, that's that's that Ranger mentality. So, that's why I'm glad, like, we're talking about this, because I mean... You brought up, like, that that makes sense, like, the the curse. Do you think that transition to Las Vegas would help? I mean, because the thing is, you still got the son running the the team, right? Mm -hmm. Everything, okay. So, like... With his bowl cut and everything. So... (laughs) 
So it's like, do you think that that decision to move is that going to help remove the curse? Like, I, I mean, did anybody try putting holy water on the field or something like that? At least, like, what? What's I, I think that new stadium is going to make some crazy changes. Um, that new stadium is going to be fucking killer. Um, I've seen mock-ups. I've watched some of the videos about the construction process that is now underway. They're off I-15 across from the Strip. Um, okay. Partyville, right? There. Yeah. It's it's going to be crazy. Did, did you see, like, the parking lot? Because I'll tell you this. The, the coolest thing about some of the rivalry games, um, especially with the San Diego. Uh, San Diego. Uh, originally, I think they were a San Diego Qualcomm Stadium. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... In San Diego, San Diego Chargers. Okay, not the Padres, in case you don't know. I'm helping, I'm helping my non-sports people out here. All right? You know, I'm with you. I get it. You know, peace and love. So, um, oh, wait, I'm going to kill this bug. Hold on. Oh, fuck, you ran away, bitch. Yeah, you got lucky. Um, so, with the, with the San Diego Chargers, the Qualcomm Stadium was really great because it was the best place to do, uh, what do you call it, tailgating. So, barbecues and all that. I mean, obviously... Um, it was definitely one of the stressful days of the year in that place just because there's so much rivalry. Anything can happen. Luckily, I've always had a good experience there. I feel like there's people like, yeah, you know, you're a Charger fan. Yeah, you're a Raider fan. But everyone kept to their own thing. It's mostly, I think, in the park, in the game, that's when everybody's beef started happening. I mean, didn't we have somebody stab somebody in the yeah, stadium yeah. before? So Crazy um, shit has occurred. Oh, yeah. So it's like Qualcomm Stadium. I don't know what's up with there. You, you fell to TSA the fans or something like that or keep it <laughs> on it but hey you you let you let a knife slip through so that's not really a fan issue that's that's security or uh, security issue so um now that the san diego is now the la chargers mm-hmm. along with the la rams two sports team big teams that are in the same fucking yeah. city in the same fucking stadium and i've heard that the tell or like just to Go parking or just... I mean, once again, we talked about Los Angeles being fucking Trafficville, fucking USA. Now you got fucking two football teams in LA and I hear that you can't even really tailgate. It's just... It's just really difficult to do anything there. So, like, I know my dad goes out there and he's not too happy because there's not really much to do out there except to go to the game itself. So, it's like, you know what? I feel like people have got robbed of that experience with the whole rivalry game. I mean, I don't feel like that's going to prevent any type of uh, disputes if that was their their intention the first time but that's the thing is that was the fun part like you had barbecues you all that and if anything it encouraged people uh, to bring sponsors over there as well and they used to have all these things and I feel like it, it, it stopped from doing that and it's just like I don't know why they decided to have two teams in LA it's like oh my god but uh, yeah man like with, with sports it's crazy man um, I always wondered about about like that negative stereotype that we have. I always assume it was like you know with with uh, with uh, NWA too as well. I used, you know they all rep Raiders gear mm-hmm. and all that, and they always wonder like, oh, you know what? In thugs, you know that's why I thought, oh, you know people that's all football, they're always yeah. against thugs and all that. Then you got obviously like a majority of the Hispanics are into Raiders, but then again, Hispanics, um, especially the gangsters, you know, they're all into different teams as well, but it's always been affiliated mm-hmm. with the Raiders. So yep. there's always that negative, uh, connotation towards that. So I always wondered, um, I think being a Raider that. fan is, I don't know, man, I feel like there's a shred of like rebellion about being a Raider fan. I think, um, being Raider fans kind of thumbing your nose, at authority i think it's like the franchise um that has basically 
brought that mentality to professional sports. And I feel like the fans kind of follow suit. And that's why people are fans of that franchise. Um, because you originally had an owner that wasn't afraid to say fuck you to anyone. Um, and I feel like the fans are like, I don't know, the voices of the fucking underserved or the, the, the ones that society doesn't really give two fucks about. So I, I think it goes hand in hand, man. I feel like a lot of fans of the franchise um, come from that. Mm. Well said, my friend. We'll say it. Man, fucking sports, man. It's good for you. It's good exercise. And, uh, uh, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, yay, sports. <laughs> it's not just, I don't know, man. Anyway, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, don't get me wrong. You get me to a game, I'm on there. I'm yelling. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the stands, man. But if I'm watching on TV, I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Oh, he caught the ball. Fuck yeah. Because I feel like, especially for the team that you're rooting for, um, it feels like, how come it, it, it feels so hard to catch a, a, a football and make a touchdown compared to other teams? Like, you see the highlights and they make it seem like they're so spectacular. Yeah. Like, my team doesn't fucking do that. I want to <laughs> do that. Like, what the fuck? I can't, we can't have those bragging rights, you know? I feel like the Raiders find amazing ways to fuck up. They yeah, and see, and they're, it's They're like a team man. that practices the art of fucking up in new and miraculous ways. If you had to fire somebody, who do you think it'd be? Fuck. I, I would I would start with the fucking owner, man. I'd get fucking bowl cut out of there, man. Um, <laughs> Does he really have a bowl cut? Yeah, dude. A, I need to see this picture. So we gotta show me. What the fuck? Look up fucking... Is it like... Yeah, look up Al Davis's son, dude. Does he look like a weenus? Kind of. <laughs> Let me see. Oh my fucking god! It's like Ellen John and fucking that kid from Toy Story. Sid had a chick. Oh, what the f- best picture is when they introduce their GM that's still in place. I don't know. This was like five, six, seven years ago. Oh he went straight fucking like he almost looks like Jeff Chucky Daniels and Dumb and Dumber. Maybe that's why he wanted Chucky back because he looks like Chucky when he was older. <laughs> I know his name is a fucking. I know his name is John Gruden, but I always call him Chucky. Cause, you know, that's that's the thing. So you see what I mean? I always have words here. Like I always make up my own fucking songs. I don't have proper names for people. I always forget, so I always make up nicknames. But holy shit, he is an American businessman and sports franchise owner. He is the principal owner and managing general partner of the Oakland Raiders of the National Football League. Wow. And then the next one says, Raiders owner Mark Davis drives a minivan, travels 400 miles for a haircut. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Fuck off, car. It's going to bring that back. It's uh, a long way to drive to look like that. Yeah. I could have just done that for free, man. And then we got John Madden. Man, I always forget, like, John Madden, the best fucking football game franchise out there, man. Um, <laughs> was a Raider coach and definitely uh, won the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah, there you go. Woo! See, I don't think a lot of people know that or appreciate that. Like, we've had history. So it's like, dude, how do we not know that? Or how do we not ever just point that out? Like, dude, he fucking brought a Super Bowl, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know if his sons are even doing anything with football, but I don't care if his son's like like a like a dentist. I'll be like, dude, we just need you. We just need you here. He'll probably take us to Super Bowl. <laughs> I think, imagine they should fucking, instead of create a player, they should be create a coach. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, do you do have uh, coach management in the game now? Oh yeah, yeah. It's so, been a while since I played, dude. Oh, dude, it's uh, you're not missing out. Everybody, uh, everybody looks the same because I got helmets on. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's it just got more and more complicated, dude. I miss the days of like fucking Madden '99, man, where the playbook was super simple. Now it's more realistic, man. You've got fucking. Two plays called in the huddle. You can kill one, fucking go with the second play, fucking put the fucking water boy in motion if you want to. Fucking, it's it's insane. Let's let's uh, let's pretend to have a, a serious football uh, podcast, like where I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend that I'm super. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make a podcast. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Pump Fake. <laughs> and then I'm gonna. I just wanna, I just wanna like talk about football, make up players' name, and just talk about. I think uh, Yeti Yarkinson, great, great quarterback, but he lacks, but he, but he lacks the distance when he throws the spiraling out to the end zone, while the the circumference of the circle that relies on the two point convert, like just just talk a bunch of weird shit. I want to see how many football players watch that. They're like, what the fuck are they saying? Like, and then they just keep listening because they're like, wait a minute, are we not like, are we not saying the proper football terms? Like, I feel, I don't know. You need to throw in, like, a bunch of buzzwords, too, like athleticism and... Yeah, like, it's just, just, uh, yeah, the the cornucopia. Just just make some fucking long-ass words in there. And you can tell by the line of scrimmage when the weenus passes through the... uh, (laughs) When the weenus passes through the opening and um, you'll see the linebacker come through the clitoris. (laughs) Just just, just throwing those fucking buzzwords in there. And you'll see the safety tickling the anus. <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, this was more of a, of a football episode, which is pretty yeah. interesting. So hopefully we don't scare you away or like, yes, this isn't professional football. I'm excited for Pump Fake, though. Yeah, Pump Fake. Guys, don't forget the new exclusive <laughs> new exclusive football podcast coming to the Logan <laughs> Agency. The Pump Fake Podcast. If you want to know the latest highlights of football and this and that, then don't forget to watch Pump Fake on the... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a YouTube video about it, just wearing like stupid, cheap ass, like hand me down suits, and just be like, eh, eh, um, uh, Yeti Kongrowski just passed the 89 yard, or no, just make it up, 120 yards past those audience that gives them double points, so 30 point lead. I'm like, what the? F-? Just make up some fucking shit. Oh, he just dunked that football, and that gives him an extra three point conversion through the circumference of the. Of the diameter of, of the equator because that's the equator pass and bleh, 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 like shut the fuck. <laughs> Number one draft pick, Johnny Pylon Humper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Pop socketed um, Lebronski. <laughs> oh man, well, anyway, guys. The first black Russian football player. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who you are, but I will crush you, motherfucker. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Gushy gang, gushy gang. I I'd want you to deflate these balls. <laughs> Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got robbed in 2001. That's all I'm going to tell yep. you. We did. But anyway, hey, guys. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow us here at <laughs> Logan Agency. Uh, I'm Sync Beasting, S Y N C Beasting. Don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast. Hashtag fickle morals, not fecal matters. Thank you so much. Um, AJ, you want to say anything before we sign out, buddy? Johnny Pylon Humper is going to be the future player of the NFBLA. <laughs> the National Ball. The National Bean Ball. All right, guys. Talk to you later. I'm just another soldier in a box.
was a Logan Agency production. For more, visit us at theloganagency.com.